Dancing with a Black Elephant? Who's Dancing with a Black Elephant? What, what is Dancing with a Black Elephant? Who's Dancing with a Black Elephant? Dancing with the Black Elephant? From Yeshiva University, this is Andrew Boyarski, and you are listening to Dancing with the Black Elephant. In episode number six, our first on pandemic flu, we spoke with Jessica Cole, who was a senior incident-specific planner for the Office of Emergency Preparedness and Response at the New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene. In part three, we spoke about what actions the New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene takes to prepare for pandemic flu. How is the New York City Health Department uh, currently preparing the city for the impacts of a potential pandemic flu? So there's a lot of different ways that the health department, um, both sort of the ways that you would expect the health department um, to plan for these things, and also ways maybe I think people would be surprised to find out. Um, we do do things like surveillance and epidemiology. That's a very big part of our public health mission here. What does that mean? Well, what does illness look like in Queens versus Staten Island versus Manhattan? Are there places that are more significantly impacted? And can we communicate that to healthcare uh, providers in those areas and throughout the city in terms of, you know, this is it. This is when we have the most illness in the city. Uh, it's also keeping an eye out for potential risk of um, antivirals not working, which would be not a good thing during a pandemic. So we like to keep an eye on how people are responding to that. Um, it would be looking for populations who would most likely be more more impacted by a virus. So that's how we found out, for example, we saw more pregnant women who were becoming um, sicker as a result of the 2009 pandemic. So there's a lot of that sort of the standard, what you think of the health department is doing. Um, but we do everything from planning for how we're going to do vaccine distribution um, and you know, monitoring even just the supply of antivirals in the city to keep an eye out for spot shortages and also seeing how we can um, increase availability for all New Yorkers, regardless of the ability to pay. Um, one of the things that's a hallmark of a pandemic is about a half of those who are clinically ill will seek some form of medical attention, which is a huge strain on an already strained uh, healthcare system. There will be a lot of public messaging about when is the appropriate time to go seek medical care. Again, just like most people will survive from a flu or flu pandemic, most people can actually treat themselves at home and do not require medical treatment. So these are the kinds of messages we will be really pushing in addition to the sort of standard public health messages we push in terms of hand washing, staying home if you're ill, um, you know, covering your mouth and nose when you cough with your arm, those sorts of messages about you know, protecting yourself and your family. Uh, but we do work with the healthcare system in, in terms of trying to identify how to surge their capacity and also even keeping an eye out of sentinel sites for potential um, unique strains from people who are traveling from areas where these, these viruses of concern exist but haven't actually turned into a pandemic. Some of the other different areas that we also focus on that aren't standard sort of what people think of as public health or what the health department might do is really focusing on whole community planning, especially for residents in New York who might have access or functional needs. Uh, we are trying to consider the pandemic impacts uh, with an eye of eye towards various forms of healthcare disparities based on race, ethnicity, ethnicity or economic differences. And one of the things that can easily be forgotten when planning for such a, a large event like a pandemic is that not all people will be impacted the same, not just medically, but also that there might be barriers to their ability to get healthcare access or messaging. And so during um, the kinds of work that I specifically do is looking to make sure that we don't forget that there are other ways that we need to, to reach out to people in New York City um, during 
during the pandemic. There's a lot of different ways that the city um, work on these things um, jointly and also here at the health department. So it's a lot of work, it's a lot of effort, and it's something that uh, we, we work very hard on. We spoke with Jessica Cole, who was a senior incident specific planner for the Office of Emergency Preparedness and Response at the New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene. Look out for other parts of our conversation and episodes on pandemic flu at our podcast site. Find out more about our programs, including our MS and Enterprise Risk Management, at our website, www.yu.edu forward slash KATZ or CATS. We would like to hear your feedback on our podcasts, so please send us any questions or comments to us at CATSPodcast, K-A-T-Z-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at yu.edu. Thanks for listening.